In the early 90s, Power Rangers were a huge hit. They ushered in a new era of live action for kids. But with every huge hit comes cheap imitations. But none of those imitations were better than 1994's Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Sam and Tanker and Sid. High school friends who have found a secret passage into the digital domain. Here, they will battle their classmate, Malcolm Frank, his evil comrade, Kiloka, the megavirus monsters that could destroy our world. Yes, this is only the beginning. The superhuman samurai cyber squad. Cyber squad rules. Weekdays at 7.30 on UPN Power 50. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I didn't like 90% of those knockoffs. A lot of those knockoffs look like cheap, you know, flea market action figures. But the first few that came out, including the one I'm going to tell you today, I felt like those had the most promise because they were they were like the fresh ones, the ones that they were really putting effort into. Here, I'm going to ramble off some names. Maybe it'll jog your memory. The Big Bad Beetleborgs. The VR Troopers, which I love the, the theme song to that. And then there was Masked Rider. Masked Rider had the most sympathy for, mostly because it introduced Furby to the world. And Furby became a phenomenon, and Masked Rider didn't. It got left in the dust, canceled, and forgotten about. And to me, that's just sad. And then there were some really bad ones. My favorite of the bad was the tattooed... Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Jesus, what a title. Uh, they were the USA Network's answer to the Power Rangers. Um, God, that show was just bad. I, I may even do an episode about it one day. I own the whole series on DVD. And I also recently bought a lunchbox. And the reason I really bought the lunchbox is because I'd never seen really any merchandise for the show i saw it one day and i was like wow okay uh i'm gonna go ahead and spend 30 dollars on this and i ended up buying it what a waste of money anyways but the worst of the worst was uh when fox kids decided to make another show they decided to just fucking throw out whatever and they created the mystic knights of tiernanog what a pile of shit that whole show was. You know, some shows have really big budgets, and you can tell, and then some just don't. They must have their budget must have been used lottery tickets for this because the costumes were just cheap. I felt like they sent a Fox executive out and uh, to go find some medieval knight costumes from Walmart or the dollar store, and they just went ahead and spray-painted over them, because that's exactly what it looked like. Anybody who buys costumes from Walmart or those dollar stores should be ashamed of yourselves. And when you go on Halloween, I am damn sure that nobody is going to recognize whatever character you thought you were going to look like that day. You, you get what you pay for. That's basically all I'm going to say. On those costumes, but I will add one thing, and I know this friend is listening, but I had a friend who decided to buy a Michael Myers mask uh, from one of those cheap stores. He wanted to rehaul and repaint it to where it looked 
like uh, the the recent uh, Halloween movie entry mask, and wow, uh, that was just bad looking. I didn't have the heart to tell him, and then I ended up having the heart to tell him right after that. But uh, he ended up looking like Tom Jones. I don't know what he did to the hair and what he did to the face, but boy, did he look horrible. And if you don't remember Tom Jones, he was Carlton Banks' idol on Fresh Prince. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone. Now on to the main event. The Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. And with a title like that, who gives a shit about the plot, right? They were even edgy enough to spell cyber with an S. Wow, what a what 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 hard times did we live in back then? And the show is basically revolves around Sam Collins, who is played by Matthew Lawrence. Now, if you don't know who Matthew Lawrence is, he was in uh, Ms. Doubtfire. He he, uh, he was also in the the movie The Hot Chick, and most notably, he was uh, Jack Hunter in Boy Meets World. He was Sean Hunter's half long lost brother. Sounds like a fucking uh, soap opera, but he gains a uh, superpower while he's hooked his guitar up to some computer program, and a power surge happens. It takes him into cyberspace or the digital world, as they called it, and he becomes Servo. Now, Servo was based off of a Japanese show called Gridman, and just like the Power Rangers, they the the creators of this show were able to mesh an American cast and throw in Japanese footage from the TV show. Um, when I was younger, I didn't know who Gridman was. I immediately thought it was Ultraman. And as I grew older, I found out that they, was, they were created by the same guy. So you can really tell that they were, you know, you can see the similarities in it. And Ultraman, if you don't remember him, he was in the Godzilla movies. He looks pretty cool. But, uh, to be completely honest, the whole show was really about a girl. Um, Sam was in a feud with Malcolm Frink. Now, Malcolm Frink is basically a goth kid. Every time you'd see him, you would immediately notice um, he was always wearing black. He was always just mad at the world. Um, he didn't have the, the, the stupid eyeliner. And for some reason, he had an English accent. Uh, don't ask me. I didn't make the shit. And uh, Sam Collins, to be honest with you, I, I would count him as more of a loser, uh, not so much of a nerd. Because in the 80s and the 90s, nerds were pretty cliche with the glasses, suspenders, and, you know, um, pocket protectors, you name it. You know, the high water pants. And um, so, <laughs> and he also, just to add a little tidbit in there, he also had Jonathan Taylor Thomas hair. And every blonde kid in the movie in the 90s had that you know, home improvement haircut. You know which one I'm talking about. Uh? They fought over a girl named Jennifer. Um, there's really nothing more to say about her other than uh, I had a crush on her when I was younger. But the whole feud between Sam and, and Malcolm just went, it went nuts. Because one day Malcolm was drawing shitty looking monsters on this Microsoft Paint program that he was using. And because uh, he sat in a dark room like every goth kid. 
and uh, he ended up meeting KiloCon. Now, KiloCon is a a military grade virus, and all he wants to do is take over the world. Now, to me, he was basically the greatest villain of any of these shows. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, Lord Zed from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers has to have been the best. And eh, he may have been, but the greatest was Kilo Khan because one thing that he had that Lord Zed didn't, and he was voiced by Tim Curry. That's right. The dude from Home Alone, the asshole, you know, hotel manager. But mostly, he was, and we all know this, Pennywise the Clown and Stephen King's It. Kiss me, fat boy! <laughs> Sam did have a uh, a band he was trying to make. That's why he was uh, playing guitar at the beginning of the of the first episode. Uh, they had a band named Team Samurai. Don't ask. I didn't write this shit. I know I always like saying that, but I really didn't. And uh, it was the the whole. His friends were just compiled of uh, you know just different personas. You know, Tanker was a jock. Amp was just some sort of moron. He looked like a nerd, but he was dumb. And then there was Sydney. And she was supposedly like an activist and a computer geek wearing those, one of those stupid blossom hats that had the flower in the front. I don't even know why those were even a thing. That must be embarrassing to wear. And, and but God, I, you know, I hope my I hope that fad never comes back. But um, you know that they, they they were basically worthless to be honest with you because they were able to go into the digital world and help out Sam. But they didn't help out in the way you thought. They were in attack vehicles that basically attached themselves to Sam and gave him extra armor. Sad. I would have been upset and just fucking left. There would be no point for me to even do any of that. If I, you know, if I was somehow a superhero and ended up being a foot. Now, there were a, a few oddball things that Kilo Khan used to do. Now, now he hated humans, and he wanted to take over the world to get rid of them. And they were always called meat things. That's right, meat things. What catchphrases? I mean, who came up with a lot of this bullshit? Because a lot of these shows had dumb shit. I think the worst one, the one that always made me cringe, even watching it to this day, was when the, the superhuman samurai team... Wanted to kick Gigabutt. What a shitty playoff of words. Um, I guess it's kind of clever at the end of the day, but boy, was that just horrible sounding. And to make things even worse, I felt like this show was a little bit, uh, you know, somewhat of a, it had a Saved by the Bell vibe to it because it only had like three sets. You know, they had a, they had the cafeteria. And it was just like a small cafeteria, like three tables and a stage. A stage in the cafeteria. What were they in the first grade? I haven't, I mean, Jesus Christ. It was like an auditorium cafeteria mix. I, I believe a lot of elementary schools had that. I know mines did when I was a kid, um, which is just odd. And then they had the digital world where they fought everybody. And then Sam's bedroom. Now, Sam, every kid, I'm not going to say Sam in general, but every boy... And, you know, in movies and TV, you know, they always had the coolest rooms. 
you know, Brian in the Little Monsters had that badass attic room, and then you know, uh, Kevin McAllister had a cool room. A lot of the kids had cool rooms in the in these days. I was always really jealous of them because I always wanted one of those stupid stop signs. I don't even know why. I was just fucking lame. But Sam's room was the exact same. He had everything in there. It was a humongous basement of a room. And it was awesome. You know, like I said, I was envious of all these people who had cool rooms. And I didn't because I was poor. I had to share a room with my brother, and that was embarrassing enough when he pissed the bed. Hey, look, everybody. Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. The show ended in April of 95, so it lasted basically uh, about... 53 episodes but i felt like it should have ended a little bit earlier in one scenario we saw sam and malcolm join forces to defeat kilocon now malcolm had had enough of kilocon's bullshit and he found out that sam was servo so they defeat kilocon but he had a backup plan and that was when he was defeated everything time itself resetted and they were back at square one. Malcolm hated Sam. Sam turned into Servo. And we're back at the beginning. That's exactly where it should have ended. Not the few episodes that followed. Kind of like on the show Dinosaurs. We all remember that. It just came out on Disney Plus. Where they all died at the end. Uh, global warming happened. Uh, the Ice Age showed up and they all died. But that wasn't the final episode. The final episode was just some generic one. Kind of like Full House when uh, there's was when uh, Michelle fell off of a horse, got amnesia. At the end, she recognized everybody, and that's exactly where they were canceled. So this show blew its load too early. It went on longer than it should, just like a lot of my episodes. Back in the 90s, the internet seemed pretty damn innocent. Uh, there's nothing bad I could say about it, because it didn't do anything crazy. You didn't have the slew of people. You didn't have a platform. Everybody's got some sort of soapbox that they stand on these days and they complain and they put up hashtags for every little thing that they want people to notice them for um i even do the same but i don't do it for complaining i just do it just to promote but everybody's become an activist everybody seems like you know like, like they're helping in some sort of way the moment that they get on social media but the thing that the internet has become is a place to jerk off to Jesus, think about it. We went from the internet's the greatest thing in the world, you know, back in the 90s. You got those AOL discs when everybody thought that they were uh, computer programmers just by putting that 30 hours for free in and showing your parents, hey, look, I was able to activate the internet. I know I was one of them. You know, everybody thought the internet was the future. Nowadays, it's just used to jerk off. That's sad. That what step back did we take? Could you imagine if this show was to uh, be created today, Sam, being a teenager, would have just jumped and, you know, he, instead of fighting monsters or these viruses that they called them, he wouldn't. He would just show up at somebody's OnlyFans and, you know, sit there and proceed to look like a creeper. And we all know what OnlyFans is, so don't act like I'm the only one. But, and you know what, what I don't get about OnlyFans is, why do porn stars do it? It makes no sense. Why are you charging some guy like 90 bucks or $30 or whatever these whores are charging these days to see them naked when you can just Google their name and watch them 
you know, get demolished. Uh, because every every porno title has somebody versus somebody as if it's some sort of fight. Uh, geez, am I a pervert? But uh, you know, I, I don't I don't get OnlyFans or these uh, you know these these pay sites. Uh, who pays for porn anymore, really? But to be completely honest with you, the internet was so innocent back then. I'm gonna go back to the innocence of the internet. You didn't do nothing crazy about it. You know, you didn't you didn't try to be somebody you're not. You didn't take pictures of your food. You know, you didn't let everybody know that you're on vacation. You know, the internet has basically ruined every pastime that you can think of. Most notably, a high school reunion. Do you really need to go to a reunion, even though the person you haven't really spoke to in like 20 years posted up that they were eating somewhere yesterday? So you don't have to ask them how they've been and what they're doing. You just got to go online. Um, I just felt like the internet has ruined a lot of things. And, uh, you know, sadly, I use the internet to uh, publish this podcast. So I'm a complainer. I have a soapbox. Who cares? And just like at the end of every one of my episodes, you can reach me at slash underscore vision underscore TV on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you guys. And until next time.